Hey dads, before we jump into today's episode, I want to let you know about a great resource we have for you called the Dad-Son Challenge, 10 manly activities that dads and sons can do together. These are fun activities that you and your son can do to help both of you get better at being men that are based around the five marks of manhood that we talk about in each episode of Manly Tales. So go to manhoodtribes.com challenge where you can download your free dad-son challenge today. That's manhoodtribes.com slash challenge. Welcome to Manly Tales, stories for making men out of boys, a podcast for dads and sons to listen to together. I'm Don Ross, the host of Manly Tales, and each episode you'll hear my sons and me talk about the stories that are inspiring and teaching us about what it means to be a man. We're excited to have you listen in with us. This episode is part of Season 5 of Manly Tales, where we're talking about Greek heroes and legends. This episode is about Chiron. Let's listen together. Chiron the centaur was known throughout the ancient world as a wise and compassionate teacher. His unique combination of human intellect and the strength and speed of a horse made him a respected figure among both mortals and immortals in his knowledge of both healing and tactics in warfare. Chiron's life had been one of service to others. He dwelled in a lush forest, hidden away from the bustling world of humans and gods. His days were spent teaching young heroes the art of warfare and healing, and his nights were filled with the soothing melodies of his lyre, played under the starlit sky. His heart was pure and his intentions were noble, but the fates had other plans. It all began when Hercules, the mighty demigod son of Zeus, came to Chiron seeking tutelage. Hercules was a promising student, eager to learn the ways of combat and medicine. Chiron welcomed him with open arms, knowing that his knowledge could help the young demigod harness his immense strength for good. As the days turned into weeks, Hercules and Chiron formed a deep bond. They sparred in the daylight and shared stories around the campfire at night. Chiron recognized Hercules' potential and guided him with care. But there was one fateful day when their training would take a tragic turn. Hercules, in a moment of recklessness, had just received a gift from the gods, an enchanted bow and arrows dipped in the venom of the hydra. Eager to test his newfound power, he aimed at a distant target, but lost control of his aim. The arrow, guided by the poison's malevolence, struck Chiron's thigh, piercing his flesh with a searing pain. Chiron let out a mighty cry of agony that echoed through the forest, alerting the creatures of the woods to the dire situation. Hercules, horrified by what he had done, rushed to Chiron's side, realizing the gravity of his mistake. The wound festered with the hydra's venom. Chiron, with his immense knowledge of healing, looked at the wound, then at Hercules with sorrowful eyes. Chiron knew there was no known healing to recover from the atrophy from a hydra's venom. The centaur's once strong legs now refused to carry him, and he fell to the ground in pain. Hercules, desperate to make amends, summoned the gods for help. Apollo, the god of healing, answered his plea. He arrived with a divine potion that could ease Chiron's suffering, but he warned that it could not fully cure the wound. With great reluctance, Chiron drank the potion, and the searing pain in his legs subsided. He knew that he was now immortal, unable to die from the wound, but he wouldn't have to endure the pain for all eternity. Chiron's heart ached, not from the wound itself, but from the knowledge that he could no longer walk freely through the forest, or teach his students in the same way as he once did. 
Days turned into weeks, and Chiron's injury never ceased to torment him. He withdrew from his students, no longer able to share in their joys and triumphs. His lyre remained silent, and the melodies of the night were replaced by the agonizing moans of pain. The once vibrant centaur became a recluse, his forest home now a prison. Hercules, burdened by guilt, stayed by Chiron's side, offering what solace he could. He tried to engage Chiron in conversation, to share stories and laughter, but the centaur's suffering had cast a shadow over his spirit. Chiron could not bear to see Hercules weighed down by guilt, but he could not pretend that all was well. One evening, as the moon hung low in the sky, Chiron spoke to Hercules in a voice filled with sorrow. My dear friend, you must not blame yourself for what happened. It was the will of the gods, and you were but an unwitting instrument of fate. I have come to terms with my eternal pain, and it's not your burden to carry. Hercules, tears in his eyes, nodded in understanding. Chiron, you have shown me kindness and wisdom beyond measure. I will honor your wishes and carry the lessons you have taught me into the world. Your legacy will live on through the heroes you've trained. Chiron smiled weakly, comforted by Hercules' words. In that moment, he felt a glimmer of hope, a sense that his life still held meaning despite his affliction. He knew that his days as an active trainer of warriors were behind him, but perhaps there was another way he could make a difference. As the years passed, Chiron devoted himself to the study of philosophy and the contemplation of the natural world. He even continued to pursue yet unknown medicinal remedies and healing practices that would potentially help him walk again. He became a revered sage, sought after for his wisdom and counsel. His forest home, once a prison, transformed into a sanctuary of enlightenment and healing. Chiron's wound never ceased to cause him pain, and he never learned to walk again like he once had, but but he learned to endure it with grace. In his pursuit of healing, even for himself, he became an even greater and wiser healer to all those who sought him. He found solace in the beauty of the forest, the company of the animals, and the occasional visit from Hercules, who had become a hero of great renown. Chiron's legacy lived on not only through the heroes he had trained, but also through the wisdom and healing he shared with all those who sought his guidance. And so Chiron the centaur, once a healer of physical wounds, became a healer of hearts and minds, proving that even in the face of eternal suffering, one could find a new purpose and a way to bring light to the world. The wounded healer shone even brighter than he had ever before. All right, we're continuing on in our series about Greek heroes, and I really like this story about Chiron. I mean, one, because he's a centaur, which is kind of different than all of our other heroes that we're talking about, you know, half man, half horse. That's kind of interesting. Um, but two, I like, I just think he's kind of a, a really interesting character, different than kind of some of the typical, like, you know, beat him up, cut him up, uh, you know, battle for victory heroes that we've talked about. And there's just kind of some really cool things about him. What, what did y'all? as you listen to this story, what were some of the things that you really liked about Chiron's story? 
I really liked how Chiron uh, always helped people and was like a very good trainer and stuff. Yeah, he's definitely kind of known for being a trainer. And I think that was really, really cool to kind of see that, that there were some important mentor figures, even in all these like Greek hero stories, that uh, being a mentor was really important as well and kind of made him the hero in that story. But because of, you know, the impact that he had on Hercules life. So, yeah, that was great. Eli, what about you? What, what was something that you really liked about this story? I mean, kind of just the same thing about how, like, you know, I like the fact that Chiron was kind of like he was easily trusted, you know, like as a master, he wasn't only just like the person that trained Hercules, but he was also like Hercules's friend. And like they spent time with each other and they loved each other, but they they really cared for each other. And like it got sad when Hercules had wounded Chiron and like they felt bad for each other. And so that was kind of cool to see. Yeah, I agree. I like from the story too. I mean, I did, you know, kind of the pivotal moment in the story is when Hercules sort of accidentally shoots Chiron with this poison tipped arrow. And in some ways, I just kind of like hearing that part of it because as much as we talk about these Greek characters being heroes, they definitely have lots of flaws and make mistakes. And, you know, Hercules, we tend to kind of put up there as like the guy who did everything right and won all the battles and the victories. And yet here he is making a, a really critical error that costs him something, but really costs Chiron a lot. And I, I think it's just kind of good to see that, you know, even these like lofty ideal characters still have flaws and mistakes. And here was one of Hercules. So, yeah, I like that part, too. All right. Well, here at the Manly Tales podcast, in each of our stories, we love to talk about what it means to be a man. And the way that we do that is by looking at our five marks of manhood, which are strength, courage, skill, honor, and allegiance. And we say that every man needs to live those attributes out as part of what it means to be a man. So I'd love to hear from you guys. What were some ways that you heard the five marks of manhood in this story? Um, I for sure from, um, Hercules, I saw allegiance because when Chiron had asked him to not be sad and to lead on, you know, kind of what Chiron had started, like Chiron was becoming immortal and Hercules was going to basically like teach other people what Chiron had taught and Hercules obeyed him. And so, you know, that was a pretty like big wish for basically to become like what Chiron was, but Hercules followed it out because he had allegiance. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that was good. Colton, what about you? I definitely saw courage because, well, Chiron had to teach so many different heroes and demigods and stuff. So like you have to have courage to hang out events with people that can, obliterate you within like 10 seconds so yeah yeah that was cool it's definitely kind of a courageous thing that he was doing there i i would agree and i I would say too that i saw a lot of courage in just his ability to kind of face his woundedness and then to kind of pivot in his life and learn to do something new and i think there's there's a lot of skill there as well you know chiron was definitely skilled in warfare and uh medicine but then after his wound he couldn't really keep doing the same things and it talked about how he gained wisdom and philosophy and in healing and that he became like a, a 
healer of hearts and minds instead of just a healer of physical wounds. And I, I really like that, that it took both a lot of courage to kind of pivot and, and, you know, restyle his life at that point, but also that there was a lot of skill involved in that. You know, just he had to train himself in new skills and kind of relearn, like, how am I going to have something to offer to other people? It can't be the same skills because I can't really do those things anymore. So, what can I do? And he found new ways of being able to to be a help and continue to be a mentor. And I really like that part as well. Well, as you guys kind of think about this story and, you know, the character of Chiron, what are some ways that you would like to kind of be like him or put some of the things like him into place in your life? I would like to be like Chiron and that like he is very skillful and like very smart and like many different ways. And that's I would like to be a lot more smarter and yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can definitely see like he put a lot of effort into learning skills and how to be able to, you know, be wise and have things to offer other people. So yeah, I agree. I think that's awesome. Eli, anything from you? Um, I mean, I for sure would just want to be like as trusted as Chiron was like so many of these like big heroes and demigods came to him as a mentor because like he was known for you know like being this great mentor and people really trusted him to be able to help them along their journey and their struggles and i would want to be that person for someone for sure yeah that's awesome yeah, I would say for me, just as a man, like I really admire his ability to uh, kind of take the hardship that was dealt to him and still be able to pivot his life and figure out, you know, how to do something valuable. So, you know, for you guys, that that might look like, you know, something like you have something that you really, really want to do or want to be good at. And then maybe it turns out that you're not as capable or as good at it as you would have liked to have been. Like maybe you try out for a sport and you find out that, oh, you're not as good as you you thought you were and maybe that's not going to be something that you get to do for forever or you you know try to do something musical or artistic or to take a certain class that you really want to take and you just don't do as good at those things as you thought you could or would have liked to and so what do you do about that you know how do you take something that you really care about and then figure out like oh I, like I'm not as good at that as I thought I was, or that's not going to be as big of a part of my life as I hoped it could be. And what do you do with that? You know, so kind of seeing Chiron be able to take like the death of a dream and be able to still pivot and find other things that he could really love and that he could offer to others. I think that's a really big, important thing for men to learn how to do because life doesn't always go the way that we want it to and figuring out how to continue to be able to offer things to other people that can be of benefit to them, I think is really, really important. So, okay, at the end of every episode of Manly Tales, we love to offer you guys, the dads and sons who are listening, uh, some questions to be able to keep the discussion going with each other so that you can talk about what we talked about on our episode today. So we've got one question each for the dads and the sons, and our question for the dads today is, how do you use your skills to benefit others? Questions for the son is, what skill do you have that you can use to help your friends? All right, that's it for this episode of Manly Tales. We look forward to talking to you next time. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. See you next time on Manly Tales. Manly Tales stories are adapted and performed by Josh Burns. For more information about the show, visit manlytales.com. Hey, dads, don't forget to download your dad-son challenge, 10 manly activities that dads and sons can do together. Just go to manhoodtribes.com slash challenge.